It's Thursday, April 7th, 2022, and this is your Ukraine Daily Brief from the DSR Network. I'm Chris Kotnor. Grant Haver is off today. In the news, Poland on Tuesday signed a deal with Washington to purchase 250 Abrams tanks as it seeks to bolster its military in an effort to deter potential Russian aggression on its eastern border. The sale of Abrams tanks to Poland, which is also home to a future U.S. missile defense site, is another sign of a deep and growing defense relationship with the United States. The European Commission said on Wednesday it had begun a stockpiling operation to boost its defenses against chemical, nuclear, and biological incidents amid concerns over the conflict in Ukraine. The EU is setting up two separate reserves, one for protective gear, drugs, and vaccines against so-called chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear threats, and a second one for decontamination material, which will be deployed to decontaminate people, infrastructure, buildings, or vehicles. Germany is in confidential discussions with Kyiv about possible security guarantees it could offer Ukraine to ensure its safety after Russia's invasion, Chancellor Olaf Scholz said. Ukraine has proposed that as an alternative to NATO membership, something Russia insists it cannot accept, individual countries like Germany, Turkey, or China could offer guarantees with a similar effect. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned lawmakers on Wednesday that a complete ban on Russian oil would cause significant pain for consumers around the world. Yellen said that because demand for oil is generally steady, too many restrictions on supply can have very large price effects. In designing sanctions, we want to impose the maximum pain we can on Russia, but also taking care not to impose undue pain on Americans and our partners, Yellen said. The United States targeted Russian banks and elites with a new round of sanctions on Wednesday, including banning Americans from investing in Russia in response to what President Joe Biden condemned as major war crimes by Russian forces in Ukraine. The United States is also sanctioning Russian President Vladimir Putin's two adult daughters, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov's wife and daughter, and senior members of Russia's Security Council, the officials said. Hungary said on Wednesday it was prepared to pay rubles for Russian gas, breaking ranks with the European Union, which had sought a united front in opposing Moscow's demand for payment in the currency. Hungary has been one of a few EU member states that have rejected energy sanctions against Moscow in response to the invasion, which Russia terms a special military operation. Russia edged closer to a potential default on its international debt on Wednesday as it set aside rubles to pay holders of international bonds that need to be repaid in dollars and said it would continue to do so as long as its foreign exchange reserves are blocked by sanctions. The United States on Monday stopped Russia from paying holders of its sovereign debt more than $600 million from frozen reserves held at U.S. banks, saying Moscow had to choose between draining its dollar reserves at home or default. China's state refiners are honoring existing Russian oil contracts but avoiding new ones despite steep discounts, heeding Beijing's call for caution as Western sanctions mount against Russia over its invasion of Ukraine, six people told Reuters. China has repeatedly criticized Western sanctions against Russia, although a senior diplomat said on Saturday that Beijing is not deliberately circumventing sanctions on Russia. Annual inflation in Russia accelerated to 16.7% as of April 1st, its highest since March 2015, 
an up from 15.66% a week earlier, the economy ministry said on Wednesday, as the volatile ruble sent prices soaring amid unprecedented Western sanctions. Inflation in Russia has accelerated sharply in the past few weeks as the ruble's fall to an all-time low boosted demand for a wide range of goods, from food staples to cars, on expectations prices will rise even more. Consolidated funds will be used to restore energy infrastructure that has been damaged or destroyed as a result of hostilities in Ukraine launched by Russian military aggression. It is expected that the donors of the fund will be mainly EU member states, as well as international companies and corporations. The Ministry of Energy of Ukraine will coordinate the requests of Ukrainian companies for the relevant restoration work, with preference given to Ukrainian manufacturers who will offer the best value for money, as well as be able to fulfill orders in the shortest possible time. The United States government is helping Elon Musk's SpaceX fund and ship thousands of satellite internet terminals to the Ukrainian government. The U.S. Agency for International Development announced Tuesday it has delivered 5,000 Starlink terminals to the government of Ukraine. Starlink is SpaceX satellite internet service, which allows users in remote or war-torn regions of the world to access the internet at broadband speeds with terminals or antennas that look similar to a small TV dish. Malta rebuffed EU calls to stop selling citizenship on Wednesday, telling the European Commission that the granting of citizenship falls within the national competence of a member state and it should remain as such. The Mediterranean Islands reaction came after the European Commission said it had issued a reasoned opinion spelling out why Malta needs to stop selling citizenship and warning of court action if the practice continues. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced Wednesday the Justice Department had successfully disrupted a botnet or network of infected devices that was being controlled by the Russian military intelligence agency known as the GRU. Garland touted the disruption among several actions the Justice Department has taken against the Russian regime that he highlighted at a news conference with Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco and FBI Director Chris Wray. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip or topic you'd like us to cover, please email us at udb at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the Ukraine Daily Brief, so go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, tune in to Deep State Radio tonight to hear David Rothkoff talk with Felicia Wong, CEO of the Roosevelt Institute, and Simon Rosenberg, President of NDN and the New Policy Institute. Stay safe and stay tuned to the Ukraine Daily Brief from the Deep State Radio Network.